we're here with these bodies, but we have this power of really feel things that cannot be expressed through words. Mm -hmm. And we can feel those things through movement of our bodies and through music. So putting both things together, I think it's very powerful and very transformative for a lot of people. You can really change completely your lifestyle, the way you look at the world through doing these practices that are very easy and fun. The thing is like, it doesn't need to be too, so serious, you know, yes. like you don't need to be so strict about these practices. It can be fun. Welcome to Wellness Club Podcast. I'm Mara Miranda. And I am Roberta Calabro. This podcast is about bringing more wellness states into your life. Through guest experts, interviews around holistic health and wellness practices, inspirational stories, lessons, and a new mindset. Our mission is to inspire people to heal, to raise consciousness, to live a better life. But more than just a better life, but a life full of joy, manifestations, and synchronicities. We also have the Wellness Club Marketplace, a platform for holistic health and wellness services, events, and experiences where we connect practitioners and the public. If you want to find complementary healing therapies, wellness events, experiences and retreats, or if you are a practitioner offering those services, go to www.wellnessclub.com. Join our community today. This podcast is sponsored by X Clubhouse Tulum, a co-working and event space, and Hotel Sanja Bacalar, a magical spot known as the Maldives of Mexico. Contact them directly to get a 10% discount on your membership or reservation. In this episode, we interview ecstatic dance facilitator Eric Acerman to talk about ecstatic dance as a healing medicine and embodiment practice. Eric shared his own transformative experience, both attending and facilitating ecstatic dance sessions. Extracted dance is a self-expression movement practice and can be a powerful tool when properly guided to help us drop the layers of our own self-judgment, getting us out of our head, towards the body, helping us to release the stress while you're having fun in the process, and so much more. Hello, hello. This is Myra Miranda. I'm founder of the Wellness Club, and this is going to be episode seven. It's a pleasure to be here with Eric. It's amazing how we met Eric in Tulum in a, in a house event, talking about being magnetic. And then it was a pleasure to know that you were running your last ecstatic dance at the time. And I had the pleasure to, to go and attend. And there was such a beautiful energy. I felt that people were so free and enjoying themselves so much. It's an honor to have you and I would love to for you to introduce yourself, how you got started with dance, how was your experience? Oh, thank you so much for the invitation. It's a pleasure to be here sharing my knowledge and also co-creating something together. I don't know where this is going to take us, but I'm excited about it. Thank you. So a little bit about myself. My name is Eric, as you said already, and I've been facilitating different holistic practices, but more focused on ecstatic dance. And I started in Tulum. The dance that you're referring to, indeed, it was the last, but in Tulum, not the last of my life, <laughs> but a special one for sure. 
the way I got started, it wasn't really intentional. It just happened to me. I wasn't really looking for it. It was like a really nice surprise. It was, do you want the spicy version of it or the more? It's spicy, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so basically there is a medicine that comes from a tree in the Yucatan Peninsula that no one really knows about it, but its active compound is DMT. So it's called the Pescovite. So I did one of these ceremonies and then the shaman, when I came out of it, he was like, you need to do ecstatic dance. And I didn't know anything about ecstatic dance. One week after someone at one of the holistic centers in Tulum asked me, would you like to guide ecstatic dance? And that's how it happened. So it's like, I wasn't really looking for it. I was just like being guided by something. So I started doing it and it started growing and growing. And I also started putting small events together at the beach just with people. And that started growing too. That was right after COVID. And like at some point there were like 100 people at the beach and it was forbidden to have like big gatherings, right? So I was like getting in trouble with the police and stuff, right? So I was like, okay, let's find a, let's find a cool place for this where it's like a little bit more like controlled and secluded and there's actually a space where people can go to the bathroom and maybe even get a snack. And then it continued to grow from there. So it's been a really beautiful journey. It showed me a lot about myself. It like shifted the way I look at the world, the way I look at people, sparked mm -hmm. like a new light in me that has always been there, but it was hidden for a while, right? So it was like a beautiful way to reconnect to myself and create spaces with people where everyone like really allows allowed themselves to express the way they want it, right? And like also reconnect with their own little flame. Exactly. Wow, I have goosebumps. I remember the first time I did the static dance in London and it was so powerful to feel this connection and also in a very conscious way. This is why also ecstatic dance can be called conscious dance. So I want to maybe to, for you to explain what exactly is this conscious dance or ecstatic dance for people that don't know anything about it. Yeah, so ecstatic dance, it might seem a little bit weird at first, especially for people that have never done it, right? Like I remember my first ecstatic dance was probably not as delightful as yours. <laughs> Mine was actually like a weird experience. I'm like, I was there and like feeling uncomfortable and like people like rolling on the ground and like, I didn't feel connected at all. It's harder um, to break through the judgments, right? Exactly. But that's also part of the experience, right? Mm -hmm. Like people forget that even those icky feelings that you get from it, mm -hmm. that's all part of it, right? It's, that's why you're saying conscious, like being aware of what's happening in the moment. So if you're like, this is fucking weird. I don't know what these people are doing, like rolling on the ground. I feel out of place. So that's ecstatic dance. Just looking at yourself and noticing you like creating these thought patterns, right? Mm -hmm. I'm out of place. That was like the first thing. Mm -hmm. So what does it say about my my, myself, right? Do I feel out of place at places? Why do I feel better and more safe here than here? So it's looking at your own safety within yourself. Like usually you shouldn't be f feeling unsafe. Even if you're like in the ghetto, right? You can also put yourself in a state of mind of say, I'm safe. Don't expose yourself to the extent where you like really get mocked or something, mm -hmm. but you can also be calm and be centered and be joyful. Even if the environment is not perfect for you. So that's why it's called conscious because it's all about the awareness that you bring into it. Yes. It's very interesting to, to think like that because at first 
it's about how you connect with yourself. This is at least what I feel. First is this, how you move your body, then how you interact with other people and what, how they, and how they connect with themselves. And then you see that people who have different ways to move and that's okay. Also making peace with the different ways that we can express ourselves, not just through the dance, but how this replicates to life. Do you agree? Yeah. No, I totally agree. Like it shows you really the way you perceive the world is like a reflection of your own inner state. Mm -hmm. And it becomes very obvious when you dance, because like we shake, like we move our bodies, we sweat a lot, especially in Tulum. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Then you like you get a little bit of, out of your head. And from that state where you're not really in your thinking mind, mm -hmm. you can watch yourself closer, right? You can look at your insecurities. You can look at like pieces of yourself that you have been putting down or not accepting about yourself. You can also look at how awesome you are, right? Like intrinsically, how cool you are. Like you don't need to be anything and you don't need to try to do anything. Like what the only thing that is needed is you, that you move. Mm -hmm. And that's something I really like to teach. Like the moment you start to move and your body and flow with the music, that's the moment you start to get out of your thinking mind. And that's what like all of these practices are teaching us, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, just be aware of through the movement, yoga is like, like, like movement meditation, right? Mm -hmm. So like through moving your body, mm -hmm. you get to a state where you're like really aware of the present moment. And that's all there is. It's just like bringing this intention, whether it's breath work, whether it's tantra practices, whether it's dance, mm -hmm. just bring the awareness while you move your body. Yes, yes. And also when we talk about ecstatic dance, uh, it's the role of the facilitator to also guide. And I found that when I went to your session and some of the other ones I did in London, is this guidance and this mindfulness that you do through the dance. So you invite people to connect to themselves. You invite people to move however it feels good to them. However, it's, it, there is no rule. It's, uh, you shouldn't be like two steps here, two steps to the right, two steps to the left. No, it's a, a free movement. It's just about how it feels right to you. And then that's why you see people dancing in all different sorts of ways. And then we call safe space, right? This safe space where you can just be and dance and move however it feels good. Totally. Yeah. And just going beyond that, right? So it's like about the connection with your inner state mm -hmm. and knowing that you have the tools to transform whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And that all happens through movement, through dance, through expression. And it's like going to almost to school, right? Like every time you learn something different about yourself, but you're teaching yourself to be more aware of those things, right? Mm -hmm. Where like in school, like teachers are teaching you what you need to learn, right? Here's every time. I learned something about myself just through observation, through mm -hmm. movement, through me relating to other people. So we're all mirrors of each other, right? So why can I learn through the experience that we're having here together? Mm -hmm. What parts of my shelf of myself are you exposing, like making more clear for me to look at? Yes. Yes. I love that. One thing I want to touch on is that when you go to an ecstatic dance, it might feel, as you said, you felt a bit awkward, but it might feel that, oh my God, these people are crazy. What's going on in this place? 
and you might feel they have, they must be on drugs. It's not possible. Um, what do you say about this? Because it's a big thing in the conscious dance and conscious people going crazy. Well. Yes, yeah. but also uh, uh, talking about uh, the kind of rules when you go to ecstatic dance event about the drugs or alcohol and yeah these things. Yeah, it's cool that you bring up the topic, right? So like for me, my personal experience was that the more I did ecstatic dance, the, le the least I needed any other source of drugs. Mm -hmm. So I really, truly realized through experience mm -hmm. that you can create this ecstasy within yourself, mm. right? As I told you, I started guiding ecstatic dances and seven months in, I noticed that I wasn't drinking any more alcohol. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Why is that the case? And then I noticed, oh, because I've been going to ecstatic dances and guiding them every week, mm -hmm. right? That got rid of my of the need of like actually taking an external substance because I was able to turn my nervousness into excitement, right? Exactly. That's like some like things, little things that you get to practice through this experience, and then from then, like once I became aware, it was like an active choice to actually not drink. So I went sober, like being super excited being free, being able to express myself without taking anything. Mm -hmm. But it needed some consistency at first, right? Yes. Uh, and then that's why you see people like really going crazy. Like they know they're like, they're not being judged by anyone. Mm -hmm. And even if they are, like, it doesn't really matter. Like people have their own opinions. What matters most is like how you're judging yourself, right? Mm -hmm. What are the stories that you're telling yourself? And the more you become aware of those stories, the more free you become. And that's why it doesn't really matter. Like people might look at you weirdly for two, three seconds, but they move on. It's more about like your own personal experience. Like how much of my own judgments can I get rid of? Yes, it's dropping the layers one by one, one song at a time. I remember also first few times I went, is it was all first few minutes, always this inwards moment where it's you first and then actually eventually you can even start to really connect with people one thing i noticed as well is how people find some people find really hard to connect dance and look at other people's eyes mm. right? this eye to eye contact and maybe dance mm. with uh, different people tell us a bit about this what you've seen what i've experienced yes especially yeah, so seeing how people come a bit closer and mm. and a bit uh, rigid shy and yeah. shy and then afterwards they find themselves in the safe space where can, they can connect with themselves and then eventually even connect more with other people yeah that's always the case right wherever you go you always are more active in your mind some people like come connected and excited right mm -hmm. but there are like some people that like have like trouble or really connecting with the people around them also because out of fear right mm -hmm. so what i usually do like during these ecstatic dances i create a safe space for everyone to connect to each other like doing different practices we can do like some sort of dancing or breath work or like just interpersonal situations where you get to interact with people mm -hmm. it's always changing depending on the situation there's no like a strict rule to it mm -hmm. so it's more an intuitive process of what is needed in the room right so like you develop this intuition at some point where it's like very clear, oh, okay, this is what the group needs, this is what we're going to do, mm -hmm. because you can observe and feel people's energy very easily. But to your point, yes, people struggle at first, but we have these amazing bodies that will take us out of our minds, right? If we allow ourselves to do it. So it's like, 
the more open you are to do weird things, the easier it becomes to do weird things, right? I love this. Uh, yeah, I actually create a space for people to just do things that they usually w won't do in a safe way so that it, they don't feel traumatized by it. Oh, I was forced to like actually dance with this person back to back. No, I do it in a more natural, like natural and more intuitive way so that people feel like they're doing it themselves. It's not really someone guiding them to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's always different. All ecstatic dances are different. I created like my own style mm -hmm. because I feel like you go to a place usually also connect with others. Otherwise you could just do it at home. Exactly. People like energy that they get immersed in mm -hmm. with other people. So for me, I want to take advantage of that collective energy that is created mm -hmm. and utilize it for like people's individual experience, right? Mm -hmm. And there's so much we can learn from each other and we can get so excited by being with other people. So you, you can expand any emotion that you have with others. In fact, I think the best way to heal mm -hmm. is through the collective. Yes. yes, you can do a work as you want, meditate, do your own practice mm -hmm. every day. That's important. Mm -hmm. But I think it's exponential when you do it with others. And I'm taking advantage of all of that to really help people to get out of their shells, be more comfortable with themselves, be more expressive if they desire to do, or also go more inward. That's something that it's also possible to reach through the collective effort. Absolutely. And this is a link to my next question, which is how do you think ecstatic dance can be used as a healing medicine? What's the relationship there? So you can go as deep as you want to, right? It all comes to your intention mm -hmm. and what you want to get out of it. But it's through dance. You can do it also through just morning rituals, like drinking your tea. Like you can heal through everything, right? Mm -hmm. In fact, like you're like your best healer, right? You know exactly what you need. And the idea here is to discover exactly what you need mm -hmm. through different practices, mm -hmm. right? Dance is just a space and opportunity for people to look at themselves mm -hmm. in a deep And as I said at the beginning, through this awareness, you can really expand your consciousness mm -hmm. and start to get rid of things that are no longer ser serving you mm -hmm. and take on things that will help you become a better person, a more a conscious person, a more loving person, find more gratitude for the simple things in life. All of that can be achieved through ecstatic dance, mm -hmm. but it can also be achieved through any other practice. Yes. Ecstatic dance is just more, it's like an exponential, right? It's like faster to get there. So that's the power of ecstatic dance. We're here with these bodies and we're like the only animals that listen to music in a way like maybe birds they also listen to their own music but we have this power of like really feel things that cannot be expressed through words mm -hmm. and we can feel those things through movement of our bodies and through music so putting both things together i think it's very powerful and very transformative for a lot of people you can really change completely your lifestyle the way you look at the world through doing these practices that are like very easy and fun the thing is like, it doesn't need to be so serious. Like yes. you don't need to be so strict about these practices. It can be fun at the same time. Yes. And I, actually, I think that's the only reason we're here on this planet to have fun. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. Like look at everything. Why do we, why are we on this rock in the middle of the, un, like in the universe, empty space? Why are we here? Mm -hmm. And I think it's for the experience of having the experience absolutely and you know what i loved about what you said before 
was dropping the layers. So for example, when uh, you experience, you start to noticing how you move with yourself or your own judgment about yourself, then this layer of how you interact with other people. And then through the dance, you start to drop in these layers because you realize, okay, if I'm doing this here, then probably I'm doing this outside. And then also by releasing all these fears through the dance, you can also release this in other areas of life. So I think this is why people feel this, they feel so much freedom from these practices that can be translated into daily lives. It might be or it might not, but this is my experience, for example, that once I started going to ecstatic dance, I really felt more free to express myself in my life, not just through the dance, but I could yeah. feel that I was dropping these layers. So this brings me to this concept of that we talk about in holistic wellness and holistic healing, somatic, right? Somatic healing, somatic experiencing, where you're just shaking and you releasing energy, stagnant energy, things and emotions that you are holding that you can just release through this shakiness, through this maybe this connection, maybe through this crazy movements, right? Yeah. So we're like interconnected system, right? Like our brain talks to our body and our body talks to our brain. Mm -hmm. I think in fact, I don't know the exact numbers, but I think 70 or 80% of the information that it's created within ourselves comes from our bodies to our brain. So the brain is only controlling 20% or like 30% of what we're experiencing, right? So it's, if we look at ourselves as a whole, as a whole system, like we don't separate the mind and the body and the spirit it just becomes one thing. Then we can like, like really expand our consciousness and heal ourselves. It's a process though. It's like, mo like some of the most ancient cultures in, on this planet, they knew it. Mm -hmm. So the Mayans, for example, cause we're talking about like Tulum, right? Mm -hmm. They have an ancient book and it's called the uh, Popol Vuh and the only way humans can know why they came to this planet, the only way they can achieve this is by aligning those three elements within themselves, which is the mind, the body, and the spirit. Mm -hmm. And these are like scriptures that go be like from that time. Mm -hmm. So people really know that. And we're like bringing it back because we have forgotten because we're like, we're like too thinking mind mm -hmm. or we're like too flowy. Tulum tends to be a little bit more flowy, more like body experiences and feelings and all of that. Mm -hmm. But what we need to do is like align those three things, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Very good point. Okay. Now, what I like about, uh, about static dance is this variety of people. There is not one, one type of people only. So who would you say is this ecstatic dance good for or aimed for? I think it's aimed to people that resonate with it. Mm -hmm. And I think they're all different, but I think it's for all people. Like it should be like for children. It should be for adults. It should be for teenagers. At the moment, it's like more targeted towards the conscious community mm -hmm. people. But my intention with the work that I do is to make it accessible to everyone. Mm -hmm. It's not have a specific group coming to this thing. It's more like a ritual, right? Like how can we get together to have fun, not to get super fucked up and feel shitty the next morning because we drank so much it's alcohol. Like... <laughs> how can we still have this fun and be super intimate and connected to people because at the end, like, why do you go to the club, right? Because you want to 
I don't know, like, first of all, you want to be there with your friends, right? Or you want to meet potential partners or just, I don't know what people go to clubs, honestly, but <laughs> we do all of things in our, every, like on the weekends, right? Yes. Can we do it a different way, right? Like those intrinsic desires that we have as humans, mm -hmm. can we express them in a safe environment, in, in a place where like you actually feel better after going it, not worse? Yes, exactly. So whoever, who, whoever, want, whoever person that wants to feel good, that's what exciting dances exactly those people exactly yes there is no too young or too old because you see people that are maybe 18s very young and then you can see people that are almost 70s and they are enjoying equally so i think this is what i love men and women from all sorts of ages enjoying themselves being free in a safe space with no alcohol, no drugs, just like having a really good time and really feeling connected. And you feel you leave that place, you normally leave the ecstatic dance sessions buzzing, like full of energy. There is no, yeah. not that drop of energy when you, if you use drugs or if you hang over, you just like, yeah. wow, this like ecstatic yeah. feeling in the body. Exactly. It just takes some practice. So like you just need to go. If you really want to see what this practice can bring to your life, do it for at least three months mm -hmm. every week mm -hmm. and see what happens. Exactly. Don't take for it. Don't listen to anyone. Listen to yourself. What feels good to you. Mm -hmm. But it's it's all about overcoming your own mind. And it's about stepping into the unknown or stepping into the space of discomfort. Mm -hmm. right? But that's a place where we grow. And just everyone can give themselves that gift of like being excited about life yes yes and uh, yeah wow it's it's an amazing an amazing topic uh, now it's the summer in the in europe right so it's exciting times because there are loads of events and things like that and are you planning an event soon i'm not planning anything but i'm like connecting to people and like maybe potentially like putting something together i'm still like getting settled but let's see where the journey takes me it's, yeah it's a new it's a new opportunity for me to be here and connect to different people mm -hmm. let's see let's see what comes out of it yes i'm sure it'll be amazing now you are in berlin right yeah yes europe europe it's big maybe we'll meet somewhere there when you're running an event <laughs> yeah yeah, for sure. Lovely. Get to dance again. Exactly. For <laughs> sure. Amazing. Eric, do you have any final message to say anything that you would like to bring it up uh, for people that already did, that already do ecstatic dance, or maybe for people that never heard about it, one final message? I think my, my, my biggest takeaway from all of this is really follow your intuition and don't be afraid to be weird, right? Provide yourself with a space and opportunity to dive deep into your own psyche and just have fun with the process. Like we tend to forget through all of these holistic things that we're here to have fun. And I think through fun, we can transform ourselves and the people around us. So 
just be courageous and radical and have fun. Exactly, exactly. Ah, actually, one more question. One thing that I want to touch on before we, we wrap it up. Uh, it's not necessarily related to dance, but it's something that comes with the experience. Normally, you do the cacao ceremony with ecstatic dance, right? I've seen it many times in different places, different facilitators do mm -hmm. the cacao ceremony. Can you just briefly say what it means when you do that? I usually don't do the cacao ceremony. I feel like people do it because cacao, people refer to it as a medicine. And I have experienced the power of cacao myself. Mm -hmm. And it's very activating in a way that makes you very open, mm -hmm. right? So it activates you and ma makes you more open to the experience. And it's very hard to get really good cacao. In my experience, the best cacao is from Guatemala. And when I took that cacao, I was able to feel for the first time why it was traded as like a currency, mm -hmm. but like in Mayan ages, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's very powerful what it can do with you. It really like shifts your state of being and it makes you super open and receptive to what's around you, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's the reason why people use it. I personally haven't, I've gifted cacao at some of my events, mm -hmm. but not as a ceremonial not with a ceremonial purpose. It's mm -hmm. just for the sake of like being open and receptive. Mm, I think there's a lot of power. I just haven't been, I haven't had the opportunity to dive deeper into this practices, which is practice. Mm -hmm. um, but I know there's a lot of power in it if it's done intentionally. Yes, yes. Whatever you put into the experience, that's what you get out of it. Yes. What my understanding is that the cacao is like the feminine, has this feminine energy and is good for opening your heart. And this, this might be the reason why they use it as to allow yourself to open, to express. This is why they call medicine as well. Oh, funny fact. Yeah. You're saying like open and receptive, like open to receive. So like at one of my events, mm -hmm. I took like maybe four cups of cacao mm -hmm. and it was like good cacao. Uh -huh. And I was like really high, like on ecstasy. Wow. So there was a coming up to me and say, Hey, Eric, thank you so much. This was beautiful. And I was like all loving you. So I kissed him, not on the lips, but I kissed him on the cheek, which I usually don't do. <laughs> I just like much love for everyone. I was like, and he was like very happy. And then he turned back and he was like, okay, I'm going to give you another hug. And I kissed him again, but I didn't notice I was doing those things like <laughs> loving you. It was like, after he left, I was like, holy shit, I just kissed this guy like two times. You're like literally high. It's like very powerful. Yeah. I don't know. It's just combine like whatever works for you. That's what I like to share with people. Exactly. Cacao, use cacao. If like meditation works for you, meditate. Like if dancing and being silly works for you, just do that. What like your heart desires mm -hmm. and what makes you. Yes. And definitely if it's the first time, notice any judgments and try to drop them and to have this experience and then afterwards you you decide right yeah whether it yeah. works or not just go full in you might discover like the best medicine for you exactly. like when i did breath work for the first time i was like judgmental about it what is this are we gonna breathe like i do that every day right mm -hmm. and then i went okay let's just drop all of that i'm just gonna go full in i'm gonna challenge this teacher and i'm gonna challenge myself and i went full in i was like starting crying like it felt psychedelic. I was like, holy shit. Imagine we all dropped our judgments mm. and we really gave ourselves a chance to 
really go full into an experience. Imagine like how much transformation would happen, but it's it's all about you. Like the really the work that you put into things is what you get out of it. Exactly. Absolutely. I love it. Eric, that was amazing share, super super valuable. I'm biased to say, but it was fantastic. And yes, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you start playing again around Europe and we meet soon. Yeah, thank you so much for putting this together. It was awesome to share like my experience with you and also to be part of this thing that you're creating. Yes. That's very exciting. Thank you. Thank you everyone listening to us. It was a pleasure. Make sure you reach out to us if you have any suggestions for the future and we look forward to speaking in the next episode. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.